0: Welcome to Morning Coffee and Mimosas. I'm Christina. And I'm Joe. We are a father-daughter duo. We come here Sunday mornings, but you can come here anytime you please. We banter about life, about business, and we do it over coffee and mimosas.
1: Good morning, Christina.
0: Good morning. How are you, Dad?
1: I'm good. Excellent.
0: What's making you excellent this morning? You
1: brought like special home prize from a. I did another bring. Another place.
0: <laughs> you know, accommodations around here are <laughs> declining. I had to bring my own potatoes this morning.
1: <laughs> but the eggs I made were awesome, weren't they? Yeah, you did.
0: But you know, I have higher expectations than this.
1: All right. Well, no, we'll we'll have them ready next time.
0: Okay. Okay. So. Feel like you're getting a little too comfortable here. I know, Mister Coffee.
1: Sorry, Mimosa.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I have to share before we jump into our episode for today. We say sometimes let us know feedback, you know, Mm -hmm. reviews, all of that. We got a really nice note on our website this week and I thought I would share it. It was actually in reference to our episode 21, which for those of you that did not get to catch that, it was on morning routine. and it was really nice. but it also, I think, has some really good tips in there that we probably missed in the morning routine episode well, that all of you could benefit from uh, because there are many, many.
1: right. Uh, yeah, we, we, you know we're, we're doing this in a half an hour and you know, I'm not making excuses, but I mean, I love to hear that
0: Are you a little defensive, Dad?
1: No. <laughs> no, I'm saying. I love to hear <laughs> that a listener has a constructive thing to add well and to what we what we said. so with that
0: this is this is to encourage if you guys have tips that we could share with the listeners or to share Mm -hmm. with us send them in if you have an idea for an episode that you'd like us to talk about send it in right if you want to be a guest let us know so anyway i'm going to read this because it was it was really nice it says hi christina and joe i wanted to let you know how much i enjoy your podcasts on the morning routine i have been doing this for years Ending my day by reviewing what I accomplished and what needs to be done the next day. One item I do that you didn't mention was I check the next day's calendar. If I accepted something that isn't important anymore, I decline. If I see I have something important, I add that to my list. This way, my meetings are accounted for along with my deliverables. Well, I just thought to pass that on. Keep up the great podcast and thank you for sharing your valuable thoughts. So. I think that's awesome because people need to safeguard their calendars, mm-hmm. and I know my calendar gets absolutely inundated with with meetings that other people have put on there, and for you to do an audit of your calendar and look at the things that I accepted, did I need to accept them, and what can I get off of my list for the day, I think is huge, and Gloria, thank you, because that's a, a really good tip for a yeah. morning routine. And
1: it stays completely in line with knowing what's important and keeping that in your brain so that we don't get distracted. That was great. So yeah. thank you.
0: So we appreciate the feedback. And hopefully mm-hmm. that's a little tip that helps everybody as you're starting your morning. Good.
1: Thanks for starting with that. That was nice.
0: Well, you know what? If I had a comment to read every morning, I would love it.
1: Well, listeners, let's get comments in. <laughs> praiseworthy of course no no, I'm just kidding (laughs) no Dad.
0: god this guy
1: unbelievable hey but I wanted to tell you so we're going to talk about confidence today
0: we really tried for this episode we were like let's get to the point quickly because in some of our recent episodes man we have been when we talk about stream of consciousness we have been going for a while before we get to what we're going to talk about for that day so today we're going to talk about confidence
1: (laughs) So I can't tell the story I was going to tell? No, you can tell. Okay. No. really quickly, Friday night, Frank and I, we do, we have the band, but we also do acoustic, you know, Frank, light music. for the is listeners
0: a, that are just newly with us, Frank is the leader of my dad's band.
1: Yeah. Till so, we can't. Till we can't. Yep. And Frank and I will do acoustic for like restaurants, stuff like that, where it's quiet. Anyway, it was like a quickly, can you play tomorrow night at a golf course? It's a restaurant on a golf course. Outside, and we said yes. So Friday night, we get there, we set up, supposed to play from six to nine, six o'clock. Zero people, no one. People were playing golf, no one was having (laughs) dinner at the restaurant or sitting outside. So, of course, we made an announcement to please step away from the stage so we could have some room (laughs) to nobody. But exactly at six o'clock, we started playing because you know we enjoy it and we're just playing. And it was really cute because the two waitresses, these two college students, they were really nice. So they felt bad and they came out inside of the table and they were like applauding the two songs.
0: This sounds so sad.
1: You're right. After every song, I know. <laughs> well, you know, so we were just, we had fun with just chatting with them and, and whatever. But the coolest part of this and why it relates to today is that probably about 45 minutes into playing to nobody except these two wonderful waitresses that were being nice to us, I man came off the golf course and came up to us, gave us a $10 bill. And he just said, Hey, guys, the music is fantastic. We can hear it on the golf course. And we really appreciate it. Thank you. So it wasn't the $10 tip. We really don't really get tips. But it was the fact that we didn't realize that we were being appreciated until you know somebody actually came off really quick and told us. And then about a half hour later, more people came and then it it ended up being a fun evening. But I just thought I would share that because I think you don't know sometimes who appreciates what you do. Well,
0: as we're talking about confidence, I'm picturing I don't play an instrument, so don't perform for live audiences but i can imagine that there's a little bit of magic that you lose when there's an empty room
1: <laughs> there really is
0: <laughs> and probably the confidence level starts to dwindle it where you're can. like nobody cares about us we don't sound good nobody right. wants to hear us and you start second guessing yourself a yes. little bit so yes to have that person come out from inside when you thought nobody loved you and you guys, you know,
1: well, that's a great point you bring out. So there's certain things about confidence that inhibit confidence, right? And that is one second guessing yourself and nobody's a pre, you know, what am I doing this for? I'll tell you myself, you know, I started my own business. I was fairly young, like 26, 27 years old. And I was I was intimidated and I had a lack of confidence. I had enough confidence to step out and start my own business, but I had a lack of confidence because most of the people that I was selling to were older than me. Right. So age was a intimidating factor for me. If if I'm selling to someone and they are fifty years old and I'm twenty seven, it's almost like well, you've been doing this for years and what do I have to add to the party, right?
0: Well and I think it's an impressive thing. To have built up, and it may not have even been confidence that drove you to start your own business as much as it was you pushed yourself, right? Right. So you might not have had confidence, but you knew that you knew you had something, and you pushed yourself to a point where we go back to comfort zone, right? You pushed yourself out of your comfort zone and you did something. I did.
1: Right. Right. But I, um, there was an internal voice saying, you know, who the hell are you, Joe? <laughs> to, well, you have two me.
0: voices, right? You have like yeah. that, like the good guy and the bad guy. And you've got yeah. the good guy on your right shoulder. That's like, Joe, you're, you've got something here and mm-hmm. you're smart and you've got ideas. And then you've got the bad guy on your left shoulder. That's kind of like, but you're only 27 and you're kind of dumb. And like, who who wants yeah, to listen you to done? you like what, what have you, you done? done exactly
1: <laughs> no that's it. And it we all
0: have that and i think it's true a lot of us i don't know you do you still struggle with that from time to time
1: because well, no, i'm older than everybody so <laughs>
0: <laughs> but now you probably maybe you feel it the adverse the ob- right opposite. when like a 27 year old comes in with fire in their eyes and you're kind of like how do i prove i'm not a dinosaur
1: <laughs> boy that person has everything right but yeah. um yeah so so i think you know, there are factors that we took ourselves out of potentially being confident. You but know? I,
0: And I will say, I don't know, you know, and maybe a good case study, right, to interview a bunch of people and kind of take a poll to say, does that ever go away completely? Or are there always no. points in your life where you lack confidence and you have to rebuild? Because mm-hmm. I would think that, that it happens over and over and over again right. in the course of life that there's points of your life when you're at maybe the top of your confidence in mm-hmm. something, and then uh, you know maybe you, you become hum- humbled <laughs> for some kind of experience and have to rebuild again.
1: I've been humbled very often, so yes.
0: Yeah, but I yeah. always... I mean, I think, you know, from... Uh, I don't know, year to year or month to month or week to week, day to day, sometimes you start a day with more confidence than others and Mm -hmm. you have to work on ways to rebuild. So I think for this episode, listeners, we are going to talk about four steps and there's certainly others, but four steps that we consistently look at as being important for you to both build, but also Exude, show up with confidence so that whether you have confidence, you can find ways to build it, but you can also find ways to appear to have confidence, even if that might be somewhat fraudulent in the moment. (laughs) We're not saying to be a fraud, but sometimes you got to fake it a little bit.
1: There you go. Yeah. So what's number one?
0: And, you know, guys, we haven't done this in a few episodes where we actually had a number and a count. So let's see how we've improved there. Well,
1: yeah, because if you should listen to some earlier episodes when <laughs> Christina and or I lost count of the count. When he says
0: Christina and or I, it's usually Christina. <laughs> it's okay. I, I couldn't count well, but we figured four is relatively easy to keep track of.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Let's go. So,
0: so tip number one, mute your internal critic and practice positive self-talk.
1: Excellent. Let it settle. There was a
0: big pause there. No,
1: because I was muting my internal critic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I think that's important. So, so often we are creating. So, go back to your band experience, right? Mm -hmm. Where you were telling yourself that, oh man, nobody wanted to hear us. Nobody came out. Do we sound good? Are people pulling up? parking, hearing the music and driving away, (laughs) (laughs) like what's happening. But if you mute your internal critic and you just kind of practice, okay, we're good. We're going to have a good night. I am going to, uh, show up with confidence. I'm going to talk with confidence. Mm -hmm. I know what I'm talking about. Eventually, you know, you start to believe it and then you start to show up that way.
1: Right. And the key there, you know, again, we're just using that as a a bouncing off, but at six o'clock, we started playing. We didn't wait, like, you know, wait around.
0: Right. You kinda, have to kinda, do it.
1: And it's kind of part of what I do with, we're not talking about meetings, but I'm a stickler for being on time. So if I have a meeting that I'm running and it starts at two o'clock. You started at two. I started at two. And I don't care if you're not there. And when people come in and they say, oh, did I miss it? Well, catch up.
0: So if you missed it, you missed it. Yeah, you're you know, not going back and refreshing. That,
1: just doing that builds confidence.
0: Yeah, you're right. So mute your internal critic and practice positive self-talk. Step number two, recognize what makes you unique. What does that mean?
1: <laughs> what does it mean? Your experience. So when I was 27 years old, so big deal, I'm 27.
0: But what it what it made you unique at that point in time?
1: Well, my own personality, my own knowledge and experience up to that point, my own education and so on. So if you look at it and stop saying, well, that person is 50 years old and I'm 27. No, that person had a path and has experience and is looking to me for the expertise for what it is I'm there to present.
0: Well, because everybody, the diversity in what we bring to the table is what actually makes things happen. Right. So if that person was looking for exactly what they already had, hmm they would have no need to ever tap into anybody else. But that's not how people get things done. People right. get things done looking for what's unique in other people and then really using that.
1: Correct, correct. And that's where I was wrong when I told you I was intimidated by age. Mm-hmm. That was a naivety on my part. I was using one factor, age, which is, was wrong. Because yeah. my path, that person's path and so on, I had things to bring to the table, so...
0: Well, and that's, it's an interesting point because people don't need another one of themselves. Mm-hmm. People are looking to other people that bring something unique to the table. So as you're looking to recognize what makes you unique, how do you do that? Sometimes, and we say a lot, you know, we said mute your internal critic, right? And practice positive self-talk is number one. And we have certainly Before said, don't listen to the opinions of other people. Mm -hmm. But in this case, as you're trying to recognize what makes you unique, I think that this is a time when you might contradict that because sometimes you can't see what makes you unique. And sometimes you need to almost listen to and think about what are the positive things that other people see in you. And it can be as simple as asking somebody that you trust, right? Mm -hmm. What would you say makes me unique, Dad?
1: I'm going to be what quiet would you again. say? What would you He's like nothing. nothing. <laughs> you suck.
0: <laughs> Seriously, dad. What makes me unique? Like maybe there's something I'm not seeing.
1: No, but you like Come on, flatter me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm
0: kidding. <laughs> But seriously, think about like, ask other people, ask somebody that's close to you, be like, objectively, what would you say makes me unique? Or think about the things that people often come to you for. Mm -hmm. If people are regularly asking you questions like dad, people are always asking you questions about, I've heard you on the phone with many, a family friend about like tech support. Right. So that would tell me if I were you, you could naturally say, okay, I'm unique in that I enjoy technology, and I'm able to help other people understand it. So if you take a step back and you kind of think about what are the things that other people typically come to me for? What are the things other people have said or recognized in me? Maybe that'll help point you in the direction of what your uniqueness is. Mm -hmm. And then thinking through your experiences. If you think through experiences that you've had, times that you've been proud of what you've done, that may also help point you in the direction of what those things are that make you unique yeah, and, and all, help you build confidence. Right. All you
1: have to do is just think about a couple of them when you think you're not, you know, not confident in your abilities and say, no, I am, and just plow forward and do it. Right. Good. Number three is expect criticism. Welcome it. Grow from it. But don't be discouraged by it. And I think that's a critical one because... Whenever you do anything, you're sticking yourself out there. You're going to get criticized. Someone's going to criticize you for something. Right. Expect it and hear it, but don't be destroyed by it.
0: But it's important too. Like I, I kind of think think about the biggest times that you've grown mm-hmm. and the biggest times that you've grown in your confidence is when you have taken criticism and you take from it what you need to take from it. So there are certain people that are like, I look at social media, right? I look at celebrities pages and the things that people sit behind a computer and just destroy people with Mm -hmm. a lot of it's just unfair. And a lot of that is just people that have maybe way too much time on their hands and uh, displaced anger (laughs) or insecurities. It's easy to be a critic. It is very easy. But if you take criticism from people that you respect And constructive criticism, if you welcome it versus shut down from it, you'll be more likely to continue getting it. So if you're somebody that asks for feedback and then you're somebody that takes it and says, "Okay, that's really good and I'm going to use that and use it and grow and make yourself better every single time you're going to be more and more confident, it doesn't mean that you need to let it, I think, to your point, dad, Mm -hmm. don't let it tear down your confidence, Don't let it tear you down, but let it build you because you're going to keep getting better and better and better. Right. And you're going to take from it what's important and then build it into growing.
1: Yeah. So again, it's expected. So don't be surprised. It's going to come and you explained how to handle it perfectly.
0: Yeah. But don't take every, like every time you hear something negative, that doesn't negate all the positives you have.
1: And by the way, the criticism doesn't necessarily, is not correct.
0: Yeah. It's not always correct. Okay.
1: It's because a person criticizing you for something. Doesn't mean that they're correct, and, it, it, and if I tell you what I think would make you better or something, who the hell says that I'm right? Right. So, so that's why I mean, really, criticism belongs way down on the telephone pole. <laughs>
0: but it also, I think it's it belongs in a filter. Like mm-hmm. you have to take an objective filter to all criticism you receive, right? And really think through the critique.
1: Objectively
0: and say what aspects of this do I agree with? If I really, really think about what I do, what aspects of this do I do I kind of agree with? And And just an example, like this podcast, for example, Mm -hmm. I like welcome critique criticism, and I always ask for it. I think a lot of times people are polite and Mm -hmm. they say, "Oh my god, I just love it," but there have been people that we trust that have said, "Hey, you know." I think that if you did this, that might flow nicer, or you know. So I think over the span of our episodes, we've adopted criticism, or I'll call it not even criticism, just constructive feedback that mm-hmm. we've gotten from people, and I think it has made our episodes better. I mean, we'll let you all be the judge, but <laughs> right. but I think it's it's helped, right?
1: But on the on the flip side of that, if you almost made a column two columns of criticism, oh, it's too long. Another one says it's too short. Another one says you joke too much. Another one says you don't joke enough. It, it becomes, no, after a certain point of time, we do what we do and the people, you listeners who enjoy what we do will continue to listen.
0: And you're so right. right? It, it's a good point because you cannot please everybody you and cannot. everybody is looking for something different. And
1: every breakout, if you, if you think of the greats in anything, The great musicians, the great business people, the great scientists, they did differently. And people probably said to them, well, that's not how you play the guitar or that's not how this is good. That'll never happen, right? You're right. So
0: there's a place for taking the feedback. There's certain things that you have to filter and say, you know what, that was good feedback and I like it and I agree. And then there's other stuff. If it
1: resonates with you, that's correct. And then just ignore
0: Yeah, and then there's other things where you just have to say, well, this is kind of the vision of what we were trying to create. So hopefully you like it. But if not, maybe you're not our listener.
1: Correct. Correct. Well, well, everybody listening is our listener. (laughs) But you know what I mean. But look what we just did because we just dealt with that criticism thing. Yeah. What's number four?
0: This one. This is the main piece of advice that I take myself and I give to any new person that's like starting in my company, Mm -hmm. starting in sales is huge, but deliver and speak with conviction. So I look at it this way. If you are in a presentation and I am in a presentation and we are saying the exact same thing, I say it confidently and with passion. You say the exact same thing, but you sound tentative and unsure of yourself. Who am I going to feel comfortable with?
1: Exactly. You hit the nail on the head. Just as we got passionate about the right way to handle criticism and not let it violate our core and all that, we started to get passionate. We started talking more confidently about it.
0: Well, and the more that you speak with passion, the more that, I mean, if if you're passionate about a topic, speak that way. Mm -hmm. And part of that is developing just your self-worth and recognizing that you deserve a seat at the table Mm -hmm. and that you have experience and that there are things that make you unique. Right. And then bringing that to the table, because I just I think if you show up with confidence, you speak with confidence, people will want to follow you or they'll want to get on board with you. But if you're tentative and you're unsure, then, you know, people don't trust that they don't, Mm -hmm. you know, you feel that. And I think so many decisions are made on feeling that that's such a big thing.
1: Right. And and I'm going to just add one more thing before we close this out because everything that you just said is 100% correct.
0: I feel a butt coming on. No,
1: no. What I'm gonna say is, someone listening may say, that's all well and good, but I'm nervous in the presentation, or I am, um, I'm having trouble, I don't feel confident. And I'm gonna say this coldly, but it doesn't matter how you feel, it's how you come across. So if you want to be confident, to your point, act confident, and you will then feel confident. It doesn't work the other way. You can't move your feelings. Your actions will drag your feelings along with them, but your feelings will not be able to dictate your actions. Right. So act with confidence, speak with confidence, everything you just said, and the hell with your feelings. Damn the torpedoes, full speed ahead. Okay?
0: Damn the torpedoes, full speed ahead. <laughs> there you but go. I think like I love that because I will tell you, no matter how long I've been doing this, before I get in a presentation, I get butterflies. I yeah, do. Yeah, so do
1: I. Everybody. Everybody yeah. does. Yeah. And it's
0: like, before you're about to talk in front of people, I start get like, my stomach turns. It's yes. just normal. And mm-hmm. I can't even count how many times I've presented or been in front of people. It's so normal. And I think that, you know, that's where it's it's go back to, you won't probably get past that. It'll get better. But go back to... The steps. So think of the four steps. Number one, mute your internal critic and practice that positive self-talk. Reassure yourself. Number two, recognize what makes you unique. Number three, expect that criticism. Welcome it. Grow from it. Don't let it discourage you. And number four, fake it till you make it. (laughs) Speak with confidence and deliver with conviction and people will automatically think you're confident.
1: That's great. And dad, just
0: at a point, like as we're wrapping this up, so I think about if you met somebody else, like you were saying you were not confident and that you've struggled over time, but if you met people along the way, and if somebody were to tell you things that they admired, would, do you believe anybody else would ever say Joe's not a confident person?
1: No. Right. They would, they would say that I was confident. I'm never nervous. I'm confident.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people would say that about me too. Right. But there but you go, guys. Nervous. That's the lie.
1: <laughs> and I'm not confident. <laughs> there is the lawful. lie. <laughs> right.
0: The lie is that, you know, both of us, I don't think anybody but it's a good would, lie. It's a good lie. Right? But, you know, neither of us would be like, oh, they're always nervous and, you know, they, they get anxiety or, you know, sometimes they're unsure of themselves. That wouldn't be what anybody else says. But it's certainly something that we feel right. at different times. The difference so.
1: between people who accomplish great things and or, or even just accomplish what they want to accomplish and others is that they do it in spite of themselves in spite of their feelings yeah and you know so looping back to that little beginning story you never know the impact you have on others you know if frank and i had not played till people showed up we wouldn't have known or realized that there were golfers on the golf course that were enjoying what we were doing so take action and just do confidently confidently (laughs) all right thank you for listening
0: Thanks, everybody. If you liked what you heard today, send us some feedback. Write a review. Share with a friend.
1: Share with a friend. Great. Wherever you are, whatever your story, thanks for spending time with us this morning. Now, go and make a difference in your world.
0: Next week, Dad, I expect the right home fries.
1: Yes, be another challenge since I did my mission statement. So now I have to prepare potatoes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) you know, these are the important things.
1: (laughs) Thanks, everyone.
0: Bye.